Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and we're going to go ahead and start off in decency and in order, and we're going to come out of Psalms 46 and 10, and it says, he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. God is telling you to be still. Be still does not be be idle. That means to let go. Let go of the control that you're trying to put of your own will. It's in God's control. Some of these things that we stress ourselves with, we got to let God take. We have to let God be able to be that person that is in the steering wheel. The one that's taking control of the situations that's going out of whack in your life. Be still doesn't mean be lazy or complacent. Be still means to let go and let God. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, God, for today, Lord. God, thank you for all the blessings that you bestowed on us, God. The the health, the clear of mind, being able to do the things that you have tasked us to do, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you're putting in place in the midst of every turmoil, trial, and chaos, God, you still are in the blessing business. No matter how dark it is, you still are that light. And God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you at the bottom of our hearts, God. God, let something be said today that can touch someone out there that's been untaught or unreached, that they can say, what can I do to be saved? God, we just thank you for you having that grace and mercy over our lives. And loving us even when we didn't love ourselves. God, continue to guide us. Lead us where you want us to go. So that we can spread your gospel. To show our testimony of how you've kept us and brought us a mighty long way. And God, we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And I got something to say. You can. Follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow me at Pastor Jaylon on Facebook. And make sure you go download my single, Renew My Praise, um, on all digital platforms. And Jesus, You Make Me Happy on all digital platforms. Actually, the year anniversary of Jesus Make Me Happy, the award-winning song, is coming up soon. So I'm going to have to do something, buy a cake or something. Just be like, yay. It was a year ago. And speaking of cake, today's my birthday, y'all. Woo! Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. You know, it's it's crazy. I just have to share this testimony. I, I remember when I was younger, I was there was so many people that said that I and try to speak over my life. That's cursing someone. If anybody didn't know that in the Bible when they was talking about curse, they weren't talking about cuss words because those words didn't exist back then. They was talking about cursing, speaking over someone's life in a negative manner where you're sitting there and say, you will not be this. Well, when I was younger, I was told I would either be dead in jail or both. And I would never see the age of 30. So I, but God, ah, but God saw fit to bring me forth and mm. keep me all these years. So praise God. Uh, made the big 3-0. Can't wait for this new chapter in my life and all the things that's in stored and the work keeps going. And make sure you go follow everybody's favorite auntie, the Dr. Love Child, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. 
Um, you can follow her at Clay Marvinetta. Go download Worship Forever and check out her apparel at Dr. Marvinetta Clay. If you don't know how to spell Marvinetta, it's like Marvin Gay and Etta. Cut the last names, put it together, and it's the love child, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. That's you, Chris. I, I was done. Oh, I was. I don't know what you done. <laughs> well, this is uh, Chris Johnson here. Sing Chris J. You can find me at Sing Chris J on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and you can find me at singchrisj.com where I have apparel as well, Worship or Die apparel as well as King Me. So go grab that stuff, and then yeah, go grab. Make sure you get my single, Chasing After You, which is available everywhere you get digital music. Um, and yeah. And then support my graphics because I actually started doing graphic work. So if you need some graphics done, let me know. You could have did a graphic work for my birthday, but I'm not going to talk about it. It's called You Didn't Call Me In Enough Time. <laughs> or Ask Me In Enough Time. And I am charging. Oh, oh, charging in the spirit? No, I'm charging. In prayer? I need money. I need it in my cash app. Oh, in your cash app? I, I'm going to say this. I don't like cash app. It's the most- I, you prefer, I prefer Zelle. Zelle, I prefer pay, uh, PayPal. I could get a card and put my card number in and pay it. Thank you. We had Sharika to say happy birthday. Appreciate it. Shout outs to your song, doing great in the charts and all the interviews that's happening. And I believe there's a lot of people that in the Valley that their new songs came out. Congratulations to all of you guys. And yeah, let's show you. that Vegas is on the map. Amen. Amen. And we have Miss Crystal Willis in the building. Yay. Hi, everybody. Where can I really... find you? Oh, wow. Well, I'm really happy to be here. First of all, happy birthday, Pastor Jay. And you can find me on Instagram at Miss Crystal Willis, M S C R Y S T A L W I L L I S. And I have two companies. One is called the Chrysalis where I work to help women, survivors, um, empower them to own their story and know their worth so they can reinvent their lives and find true, authentic joy. Uh, And then also, I have a marketing and public relations firm, and I've been working in the entertainment business for about 15 years. And The Omni Firm, you can find us at The Omni Firm on Instagram. Amen. Big dog. 15 yeah. years, y'all. Y'all heard it. She's been in the game. She knows it. All my independent Las Vegas people, if you're not watching, you need to watch because she's going to give you the game. She's going to give you some words of wisdom and some gems. So share this live. Share it live. Share it live. <laughs> and make sure you like this page and um, all that good stuff and follow Anointed Radio on all social media platforms at LV Anointed Radio. I think that's it. LV Anointed Radio. Yeah. Follow it, all right? And download the Anointed Radio app. But anyways, we're going to go ahead into the mix for a good about 20 minutes. And we're going to listen to some good gospel tunes for y'all and y'all spirits out there. It's Tuesday. and Y'all got Bible study tomorrow. Some people in Bible study. So we're going to keep our minds on the Lord. And we're going to remember that when no one else cared for us, God cared for us. And we're going to listen to Best, He Saw the Best of Me by Marvin Sapp. And we'll see you guys in a minute. Much love. He saw the best in me. 
When everyone else around Could only see the worst in me I wish I had a witness tonight Said he saw the best in me I guess I'm the only one got this testimony When everyone else around me See the worst in me. Can I tell y'all one more time? One more time. I said he saw the best in me. When everyone else around could only see the worst in me. I wish I had a witness tonight. All I need is one. He saw the best in me. When everyone else around me, yeah. everyone else oh, oh, around could only, only see the worst in me. Does anybody have that testimony? When fuck walked you off, said you would never make it, what did he see? He saw the best in me. When everyone else around me, yeah. oh. when everyone else around me, oh. Can I tell y'all one more thing? I just need to tell you one more thing. Listen to this. See, he's mine, and I am his. It doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me for who I am. Does anybody know that tonight? Oh, oh, oh. See, he is mine, and I am him. Said it doesn't matter what I did. See, he only sees me for who I am. Help me sing it. Yeah, girl. Said that he is mine. He's mine. I'm his. Said it doesn't matter what I did. I had a witness tonight. 
That may be somebody else's testimony. Help me say it. Help me say it. He saw the best in me. Everyone else around me. And everyone else around. Oh. Only see the best in me. Can I ask y'all one question? The question is simply this. What did he see? He saw the best. I can't get no help of it here. Because there are some folk in here that people have wrote you off. Said you would never amount to anything. Said that you would never end up being anywhere. But Myron, tell him one more time. What did he see? He saw the best. When mama said you would never be nothing. When aunties and uncles said that you would never amount to anything. When daddy didn't come home anymore. He didn't look at you and say that you weren't going to make it. God looked at you. And what did he see? What did he see? He saw the best. Is there anybody here tonight that's so very thankful that God did not write you off, that he did not throw you away, that he picked you up? God that he saw the best. What did he see? I said, 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 what did he see? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Can I sing the verse one time? Listen to this, y'all. I love this. I love this. Sing. See, he's mine. And I'm his. It doesn't matter what I did. But he only sees me. Who I am. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. He's mine and I am his. It doesn't matter what I did. He only sees me. Who I am. Sing it one time. We're going to go back. He is mine. Oh, oh, oh. He's mine. And I'm king. Ooh. It doesn't matter what it is. He only sees me for who I am. He only sees me for who I am. And the reason why he sees me for who I am because he created me in his image and his likeness. He's mine. He's mine. I am his. It doesn't matter what I need. He only sees me. He saw the best. He saw the best. God, we thank you for being our way maker, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We thank you for everything you've done for us, what you will do, and what you're doing. Our way maker. Jesus made way, made a way, made a way, made a way. Jesus made a way, made a way, made a way, made a way. Made a way. Yes, he 
Submit to your will and your way. All storms will be out of the rain. The pain will fade away. 
All storms running out of rain. All my tears here wipe away. I got my eyes on you. Nothing's hard for you. Keep my eyes on you. Nothing is too hard for you. My friends, give me a song. Show me my heart. Oh, for your love. Renew my praise. Give me a song. Show you my heart. Long for your love. Lord, increase your perfect peace in me. Help me see the truth in you. I need to have you near. I need to have you near. Ignite a fire within my soul. Leave me there and I will go. I submit to your will and your way. All storms will out of the pain will fade away. All storms run out of all my tears will away. I got my eyes on you. Nothing's hard for you. I keep my eyes on you. Nothing is too hard for you. My praise, give me a song. Show you my heart, all for your love. Renew my praise, give me a song. Show you my heart, all for your love. God give me peace, God give me joy, Lord renew my strength, God give me peace, God give me joy, Lord renew my faith. God give me peace, God give me joy, Lord renew my strength, God give me peace, God give me joy, Lord renew my faith, renew my praise. Give me this song, show you my heart, long for your love, renew my praise. Give me the song, show you my heart, long for your love. Amen. We are back. We are back and we're going to go into the interview with Miss Crystal Willis, everybody. Hi, everyone. Clap. The claps Yay. are coming from the background. I so, can hear it now. So I, I want to um, first start off with a Pastor Jay icebreaker question. Okay. And the icebreaker question is this. If your life 
was a poem, what would it be titled? Um, I think relentless. Relentless. Relentless because of God's love for me. Relentless because of the tenacity that I've come to discover about myself. Yeah. Relentless. Relentless. Okay. That's deep. So <laughs> let's go ahead and go into the interview and first starting off with where is your hometown and where do you reside now? Well, so I was born in Salt Lake City, Utah, and now I'm in Los Angeles, California, and I moved all over the West Coast. Uh, I moved a lot as a child. My parents just never settled and really bought a house until I was in high school. Uh, my dad is a veteran, but he was out of the Marines before I was born. So I'm a Cali girl, a Valley girl. Okay. So... um what was your first intro into your passion of music? Um, well, for as long as I can remember, I love just like being an entertainer and entertaining my family and sort of being sort of the middle baby child. <laughs> so uh, always dancing around the living room and on top of the coffee tables. And, you know, whenever my parents weren't around, turning the music up as loud and, as I could and using the remote control as a microphone. And so I fell in love with, um, you know, a lot of army and pop artists and, you know, just fell in love with music. Um, when I was 11, I started, I did my first performance on stage at my church. And uh, from then I was hooked. I was a little embarrassed because I forgot the words to the second verse so that fear kind of always plagued me throughout my life. But um, but I love singing for God and, and I love singing blues and RB and pop music. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the question I would have to ask you is, so in church, I, I've have a, I have a poll going. So I want to see where you are on this poll. Um, did you... What was your first thing that you had to do in church? Was it singing or was it ushering? Ushering. Um, I never ushered. I did definitely sing. Um, and the mark. other thing I did, yeah. I, the other thing I did was I used to lead some of our youth Bible studies. Um, I just liked to lead the group. So they let me do it. The youth pastors let me do it a few times. Okay. So tell us, how did you get into the entertainment business? Because now being that you've been in the entertainment business for going on 15 years, how did you first was introduced into the entertainment business? Um, well, actually, I had some mentors in high school from the NAACP's AXO competition that kind of in, initially introduced me to the the idea of working in the industry, of being an artist or being in the studio. Um, so I had the opportunity through the AXO competition to kind of see what it's like and go in the studio and all of that. So I was hooked and I decided that I was going to, I decided, I decided that, that I was going to, to um, 
There's a there's a echo. My bad, my bad. Uh oh. Is it still there? Okay, okay. No. Okay. No. So I decided, so I decided that I was going to go to college at Berkeley College. Okay, so you did event planning, You've, you got into industry by a lot of mentors. What was the biggest lesson that you learned from your mentors about going forward in the industry? Um, just um, think just you're gonna deal with drama. You gotta grow, you gotta grow skin. big skin, and and make sure that make sure that you really you really do, do. And, and you're gonna you're gonna challenges challenges the way. So it has so it has to be you gotta be spelled out for it. You know, you know. Um, um, I think I that think that I've learned I've learned over time my mission my mission. As I've discovered, I've discovered kind of what my that is that is leading to drive drive to rearing rearing our and mark other other build your brand build your brands because my heart my heart is, is to help others help to others to believe in their worth and their worth and really step out and share their gift share their gift with the world. So. I naturally, I naturally found my found my career career working something out out there, but it was something I should do. I should do a lot of that and that, and yeah, it's been yeah. great. It's been great. <laughs> okay, so tell us about your your two businesses. Um, you have one business that you have done PR, and you've represented some real high clients. And then you have your empowering group, uh, Chrysalis, I believe I'm saying that right. And yeah, it's yeah. about embettering um, women that's gone through things to be able to own up to their story so that no matter what they went through, that they could survive it because they are survivors and that their story is part of them, but it doesn't own them. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Own your story. Own your story. Your own story. Own you. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, because yeah, I think because I my life, my life, just the mentality. God freed, God freed me from that. From that. Yeah. Making accounting, accounting, healing, healing, for my story, my story, future, future, the action, the action, so, so. Yeah, so yeah, I've had yeah, I've had the opportunity to work independently, independently with with my record label. Like, like music, Disney music, music, music. I've done a lot, of, done work a lot of work in TV and film. I even had the opportunity to PR with the PR with the Stellar Award. Awesome, awesome. I'm sure we crossed paths there. And that was the Stellar Awards 2019, right? 
Yes, 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 I was there, there, and on the carpet, and all that, and all that. Yeah, that was that was a very interesting stellar. It, my feet hurt. I'm gonna just say that was the sum. It was a, it was a red carpet. It was hot. Um, it had every season that was there, but it was a great. It was a great experience. It, I just know yeah, not to. Yeah. I actually took my shoes off at the red carpet, so don't judge me, y'all. Yes, I said it. <laughs> I took okay. my shoes off because I was in dress shoes on the red carpet, and I'm like, everybody get to walk. I'm standing in this corner space with, and they had this little square where it said Anointed Radio. Thank God, one of the people that wasn't next door that was supposed to stand right next to me didn't show up, so I had two spaces. But we would have been really crunched, and then, um, what 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 else happened? Oh. And then they go put me by um, Trevon Jordan, and then he and he over here leaning on me. I'm leaning on him, and he like, "Can you get out my shot?" And I said, "Can you get out my shot?" Yeah, it was interesting. It was it was crazy, crazy. We, were, we, we had the press, we had the press act, and, and that's a really that's tough a really thing. tough thing. You know, you know, sort of sort of doggy 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 get it get it in there in there because there's so many so many class. We don't want to we don't want to turn anyone away. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen, never seen a, a, a record like that. Like that. And, and I, I think one thing about the Stellars during that time, and you know, and it's sad that Stellar 2020 did not go on like it was planned. Uh, me and Chris was actually supposed to be there at yeah, Stellar yeah. 2020, and we was actually going to have an after party for the Stellars at the M Hotel, mm-hmm. which I'm still kind of salty for because... They ain't gave me my money back, but that's a whole different story. We'll pray for oh, them. Man, Amen. Man. In the name of Jesus. And <laughs> so, um, but it, it was so many things that was going to, that was coming out. Um, and we talked to Angela Burchett uh, from the Clark sister movie. And we was telling her we would have saw her at the debut that they was going to do a little sneak peek. And it's just like, I think God was like, y'all need to go sit down somewhere. I really feel like this year was a go sit down and 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 analyze what you need to do to better you because I think a lot of us uh, prior COVID was running on fumes it was um, dealing with a lot of yeah, stuff mentally, yeah, physically, um, not taking care of ourselves. We just was living for the routine and COVID. Honestly, you know, going from Stetler. 2019 to now so much has changed even the way we operate and it's just kind of amazing to me kind of the self-reflection that God has put forth for us to really think and and because one thing that I think one big takeaway I've took away is that self-care is not to be confused with self-ish because a lot of people think oh if you take care of you yourself no if you can't you can't take care of nobody if you don't take care of yourself. And I think that's what my oh takeaway my God, was from this. Probably, probably the biggest thing that I work that with, I work with my clients with. You know, it's self-care. I feel like that's sort of my life lesson. lesson. You know? I get, I get to... to Share my share my self care my journey journey with the world because it's a it's a practice. practice. 
before I didn't love myself myself at all. That really has done done a work on my heart. From from staring in the mirror and crying and pleading to Todd to teach me to love myself. I can, I can. Love myself, love myself radically, 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 in, in so, so it's so important. Self-care, self-care is a lot of different, a lot of different things. And, and I, I honestly believe that self-care is a tool to take care of others. You know, you, you have to be able to feel, you know, they say it on an airplane, you know, before putting on the air for your children, put the air on for yourself. And I feel like a lot of times um, we don't get to that point where we put the air for ourselves. We just struggle to put it on for other people. And it doesn't have to be your child. It could be for other people that you're trying to help. It could be that you're overstretching for um, people that you feel loyalty to or anything like that. And it's just constant reaching, 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 and you feel so worn out and then you get bitter which we've seen that's where the cut i feel like that's where that that culture came from of i'm gonna cut you off culture because you get so tired of doing for everybody else and then you sit there and you get bitter because you yeah, either you yeah. were doing it in a bad place where you were saying i'm doing this so i expect you to do this for me too or you're doing this just for you know to be you know, glorified in some type of way. And then when it doesn't happen, then you saying, well, you ain't never been a day one, you know, all the things that we can hear in society. And um, the thing that we have to realize as Christians is that we have to first have a relationship with God before we can even try to speak about a relationship or someone else's relationship with God. So I I feel like that was something that, I, I guess you could say it could go with the self-care because if you have self-care, you could really go forward in the things that you're trying to plan for because you're now balanced. And I think a lot of people are imbalanced and that's why there's so much issues and stress and man, especially now one little extra thing from COVID. I mean, this feel like I, I laugh at the memes, but it really do feel like it's Jumanji. It's like every month it's something new and they're like, all right, now, yeah, guess yeah. what? Planet of the Apes is real and it's about to happen. Walking Dead season 22 is now about to happen in real life. Get ready, y'all. Like, you know, it's just like it feels like it escalates and escalates. And if you're not balanced, it could really mess up your mental and really throw you off from staying focused on what God has blessed for you because still in this time God is still blessing people and we have to believe that this is the year of um, gratitude because if you think about it before we was talking about what God man this year 2020 this vision you know that cliche and we're gonna get this and I'm gonna level up and all this and now we like I was just happy to go outside God, Lord, I was happy with being able to go to a restaurant and sitting there without worrying about something. I was happy yeah, yeah. to go to the grocery store, twenty four having a 24-hour grocery store. But now I appreciate <laughs> the things that I did have. And it's, it's crazy. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been it's very, been humbling. very humbling. I'm told the I'm whole told world to take several feet. Several feet. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, but, but gratitude, gratitude has been such a big thing for me throughout this year. You know, you know. And, and I think, I those, think those of us that have been, have been in tune with, in tune God's with God's blessings, blessings and just, you know, appreciate, you know, appreciate of that. There's such, such a protection and provision around is people, is people, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can, but I can, I can sense it. You know, you know, it's just, it's incredible. Incredible. God has, but nothing has been as anticipated. Right. So like God knows all your desires. He knows everything in your heart because he put those desires there. But as far as the how, that's not up to us, you know? And so I just know that in my experience throughout my life, the darkest, most challenging periods of my life have ended up being the greatest blessings, like bore the most fruit. And I would, I would attribute that to one very specific thing. And that's just willingness to hand it over to God, to like surrender and go with the flow. You know, and so that's the attitude I've been taking with 2020 because it's just a hot mess. I mean, between COVID and um, the protests, which really hit me hard um, in the beginning. And and then I just started pouring my energy into um, building, you know, a, a legacy for my family and, you know, stepping up into my Black excellence and all that and just really putting my foot in action. Um, to then finding out that my mom is suffering from a rare form of cancer. Um, so it's just been like one thing after another, but all I can do is just be like, God, I put all my hope and trust in you. I know you have a plan. Um, so 2020 has been, I can totally agree on that because Every, and and, you know, this is, this is something that um, really kind of blew my mind. Everybody's on the prayer list this time. You know, when you go to different churches, everybody say the sick and shut in. Well, first of all, almost everybody shut in because of COVID. And there's so many people that is going through something. You know, you know, a lot of people don't know the, the details of it, but everybody is going through Mm -hmm. something in this season. And I feel like everybody's kind of going through their own form of Job moments. And God te- is just, you know, trusting in you in the test. Yeah. See, will you pass the test? You know, cause yeah. God says no more time for playing. There's no more time to sit and shout and sit and sing and, and just think that's it. Now it's time for action to actually show that you stand on the word of God. And, it's it's showing, you know, people are being tested in so many ways and it's not just one. And and I, f- I feel like the caliber of people uh, that's getting all these tests is because they've trusted God before. And now he's trusting you to be that light in the situation, to be that word of hope in that situation so that that it could go forth. And and one thing I used to say is, well, God has put you through a storm. No, God is trusting you for this storm because a lot Mm -hmm. of times there and look at the bad thing, but God said, I got hope, joy, and a future in you. 
So he he trusts Absolutely. us in the storm. So a lot of times when the 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 situations pop up and it could get real negative in our minds, we got to sit there and think, well, God obviously saw that I could make it. I I could really get through yes. this. I I could be able to be that light. I was made in his image, so I know I have the answer. I have power and authority. I'm the head and not the tail. I have authority to speak yes. life, not death. You know, you know, those are the things that we have to speak. Sometimes we just have to speak the Bible back to us and, you know, speak over yourself encouragement. Yeah. Because in this Ooh, time. Now you're testifying, Patrick. <laughs> oh, man. You hit, you hit my spot right there with that one, because. Let me you tell got- you, I've had some Job moments throughout my life and constantly feeling like, you know, I'm out of control and I have to be in control and I have to, you know, and then get to those points where you're just stripped of everything or everything is just unpredictable. You figure out, wait a minute, God is in control. So, however, I do have power and authority. And dominion that he's given me. I have been created in his image and likeness, which means I have the power to speak life into things or to speak death into things. And so I just began learning how to speak life over my situation for myself. You know, I, um, I'm a survivor of rape. I went through a divorce. To, uh, less than three years ago, I was homeless. And mm. so God, you know, just getting to the point where I accepted that God wasn't going to just like fix everything when he's taught me and shown me throughout experiences like that I have power. He expects us once we know better to do better. So God is just waiting for me to step up, you know, and so I like to say that I like to say that I've become a co-creator with God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, continuing to practice that muscle of manifestation of uh, speaking life into things of, you know, expressing my gratitude consistently of shifting my mindset into the frame of mind that there is more than enough and that God's provided all my needs and that I can be resourceful and anything that I don't have, God will provide. So um, that's powerful. Well, you know, um, one thing I could say on that is um, I've been there. All of what you said um, from childhood to adulthood, there was a lot of things that happened in my life where I felt like God forgot about me. And what I realized is God was preparing me to be able to survive some hard situations, to be able to understand that everybody is not going to have your back. And the only person you can trust is God, because God is the one who's going to love you in your ugliness. He's going to love you while you're doing good. He's going to love you even when you don't love yourself, because he's going to push you to go forward, to be the best version of yourself. And one thing that we, we constantly look for, you know, and that's just human nature. We look for validation. We look for, and I think that's the thing from childhood either. Sometimes you get those triggers from childhood where you look for validation, mm-hmm. certain things, you know, the, the source of abandonment, the source of 
rejection, the source of abuse, those things follow you so that when you get as an adult, you don't know how to operate without the validation in some type of way. And God has to sometimes strip you of those bad habits so that you can be able to see how he can control the situation and bring stability. You know, one thing I I think I, I was the weirdest 18 year old out of high school because everybody was like, man, I want to be a doctor, man. I want to be this. I want to be that. And my number one thing was I want to be financially stable. I just want to be stable. That, that word stable meant a lot to me because Mm -hmm. I I was the guy sleeping out of a a 1988 prelude named Doug car for a a, a while. (laughs) And it was (laughs) right. Doug, me and Doug had some adventures and it was one thing that you have to look at when you finally trust God. And I, I, I had that moment with God and it's an experience. It's not an event experience mean it sticks with you and it does, it changes something that gives you deliverance so that when you go forth, you remember where you come from. And when God stripped me everything, and I was not one, two, three, it was a few times that God has stripped me of everything and had me rebuild. And I know I got some saints out there that could say, amen, that they've built God back on their feet, knocked off their feet, then had to build again, okay. beg God, pray, and then build again. Then they think they're good. because. But here's the problem. They think they're good. And then they start taking control back to what you were saying. And we have to realize is that we have to submit to submit all our ways to God, not some of our ways. And I think that's the biggest thing that stops us. And, and it's not God. It's us. It's kind of like, have you ever been in the kitchen with somebody that think they could cook better than you? And then between y'all struggling on, I'm going to add this season here. I'm going to add this here. And, and 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 God got the perfect recipe, but you constantly adding some stuff. Well, let me put some parsley up in there. Let me, let me go put some pepper in it. And then by the time you get the creation, it's nasty. It's not what it was. It, turned, it wasn't turned out the way it was supposed to be. It, it, it's totally out of direction now. And we constantly say, God, take care of my issues, but let me hold it for a minute. <laughs> let me, let me uh, grab this back from you. And that is something that I could say in COVID that God's trying to teach us. Yeah. We not in I control. think 2020, God snatched it back. He's like, hold up. Y'all doing too much. Y'all think because of your title that you something, you think because you got some money, you something, you think because your education, you something, everybody's on the same playing field as we speak. And God did that to show I am God, the alpha and the omega. And through me, you see, we we try to do stuff around him. And I think what's powerful is that God loved us enough that he he just said, let me just give him a timeout for a minute. <laughs> he didn't say, you know, I'm done. He did that during Noah's time. I'm, I'm done. No, he said, let me put them on timeout right quick. Make them kind of go through that moment. And if you think about it, all throughout the Bible, he put the children of Israel through a moment of reflection from when they was mm-hmm. on top. They had the the holy of, of holy temples. Jerusalem was popping, y'all. I mean, it, it, King David was doing his thing for his descendants, and then they just got 
complacent and laxant. And then they were taken over. And I feel like right now, God is putting us in this moment where we've got complacent and lax about praying, about confessing the gospel. And and now mm-hmm. it's time for us to really get our relationship, not religion, but relationship with God, individual relationship with God in order, because it shouldn't be a routine. It should be a lifestyle. You sh- and that's one yeah. thing that I see. And yeah. go ahead and talk about um, um, your Omni firm and what you guys do there. We build omnipresent legacies. We work with artists that are Grammy-winning, multi-platinum superstars like 112 um, to, you know, independent artists uh, in the gospel space like Chanel Franklin. We've done work with other PR firms like JL Media PR. Um, We've worked on big award shows, Festival film festivals like the Pan African Film Arts Festival. Uh, so I'm in a place where God is allowing me to expand, and uh, I still love to work with independent artists. I have a couple right now that I work with. I'm also working with um, a nonprofit performing arts academy in South LA that does incredible work. It's called the Whitehall Arts Academy. God's been pouring out blessings on her all COVID too, which is incredible. Um, you said something earlier though, like that ties into this new venture, the Omni firm. Um, and, you know, talked about how our challenges prepare us, you know, and I've seen that throughout my life is that like when we're, when I'm in the midst of the trial, you know, like for example, COVID, the protests, everything happened in 2020, um, or, you know, going through divorce and losing everything, being homeless, like, you don't see it then at that moment, right? Your vision is, you're looking at your circumstances here, but you got to trust and know that, like, you don't see everything. There's a, a legacy being formed for your life for everybody that you touch and in order to be able to reach the people that God wants you to reach he does have to prepare you and so if you choose you can decide to believe that that whatever you're going through right now is meant to prepare you for something that you may not even see clearly in future for example case in point being 14, a virgin, baptized, sold out for Jesus, waiting for marriage, and then being raped and pregnant. There's no way I could have anticipated that. There's no way I, you know, could have handled it without my faith. But even then, like, I didn't understand why. And for a long time, I didn't understand why. Why me, God? You know, why did I go through that? Why do I struggle with toxic relationships now? Why did I give up my only child? You know, but what I understand now is that that situation and all the trials I've gone through in my life are preparing me for something bigger than even what I've imagined. And I just trust God that when I am ready for those moments, he'll bring them forth. To me, 
you know, and those moments happen all the time without me even realizing they're happening. Like this interview, for example, I didn't expect you to reach out or this interview or only God knows who's going to be listening on the other end. Right. I don't know. But I've had interviews like that that then ended up being on big billboards. Like I, I just did a um, like a pro-life talk. I shared my story at a church for a, a pro-life thing. And then before you know it, they had me on all the billboards and stuff. I was like, well, look what God can do when you give him your mess. When you right. choose and decide to give him your mess and say, okay, God, I don't know what this is. All I know is it hurt. It was hard or it is hard. And you got to have a plan for it because you know, I love you. And you say that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to your purpose. So <laughs> what's right. that? Here's my mess. Take it. So whatever you're going through right now, God has a plan. Trust me on that. And whatever you're going through right now, you are strong enough to get through it. And whatever you're missing, whatever you feel like you're missing, you don't have, you need, trust me, God will provide it. You, you're not even going to realize, you're going to wake up and realize, wow, what a miracle. How did I even get through that? And that's the whole point, I think. So that way we give God the glory. I, I definitely say one thing I, that that was powerful about what you said. I, it, it makes me think of um, the color purple. When Miss Seeley said, "I might have went through all those things, but guess what? I'm still here." And just having the power of knowing, and that's for anybody that survived something traumatically from childhood, even as in adulthood, um, and knowing that you're still here, you're still able to make new choices. You're still able to strive through and God is still have you yeah. here. And without those experiences, rather, let me rephrase with those experiences, you're going to be able to touch certain people that others can't and bring healing into their life to speak life into them. Um, I can go and, you know, preach the gospel in women's shelters where we, these women are off skid row. They've been abused and they're not going to hear it from everybody, you know, but maybe for me, they will. And, and they may, they may look at someone and be like, well, who she thinks she is, you know, but if, if I tell them some of my dirtiness, then they get it. They're like, you know what? If God could do it for her, he could do it for me. And so. that's why they put power in the testimony, because you never know who might have went through the exact same thing just with a, a, a different name. It's, it's, it's your story, but with a different name and a new generation. And it's still happening. And they're wondering, how can I make it out? How can I find the answer? And a lot of times you can't preach to people. You have to be able to show people. And when it, when you look at that with show, I made it out. It was hard. It, yeah. And I went through some things. And this is the things I did to be able to get out of it. And still going through And, and still still sinning in certain ways. You know what I mean? So it's like, even still, there's always going to be something, right? And um, none of us are perfect. There's always something. And so 
it's like, I just got to the place in my life where I realized the best thing for me to do is to be authentic, you know? So I can't pretend that I'm holier than Dow or whatever, you know, you might see me with a drink in my hand next to a pool, but that doesn't take away from what's in my heart and from, from what I know about God and my relationship with him and my loyalty to him. And that being said, we're all a work in progress. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, and I feel like that authenticity, that vulnerability has, again, made, given me the opportunity to touch and reach certain people that they're not going to church. You know, I can speak life and pray and drop the word in the middle of a recording studio. Like, and that's a blessing to be able to, to do that. Um, and I think there are a lot of people in the Bible too, right, Pastor, that that were like that, you know, they have shady backgrounds. I mean, I'm not going to get into all my my credits, but <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, that's and if you think about it, the person who wrote most of the Bible named Paul killed Christians and went through a whole lot of bad stuff. And he learned from those. And he learned from those. If you really think about it, he learned from his his past and he never forgot his past. He was very transparent about it. And transparency saves lives because if people see that you're real and people see that no matter what you've been through, you still stayed faithful. You didn't give up. You did not, you know, deny the faith and and and, and do some weird stuff, which we know a lot of people have done, but as to say, you know, I went through some bad things, but I couldn't blame God because a lot of times you have to remember. And that's one thing that a lot of people forget too. And I learned this at a, a younger age that sin has ripples when people, because we all got free will, you know, God didn't design, he gave us free will. And then he gave us a guideline. It, it, and the guideline was the law of saying, hey, this treat people like you want to be treated. Love God with all the heart, mind and soul. But people don't have to follow it because that's free will. So that means that's, that's why things happen in life where you're like, why did this happen? Because God wasn't on their life. But I could tell you this, whatever happened to you, a child of God, I am a testimony that I know so many stories of that person that did you wrong. They go through so much that you could have never did to them. But pray and forgive and don't let you be caught up in a prison, a mental prison, where because of what happened to you, you're stuck in that and you're and you're blaming yourself and you're having all these issues and anxiety and depression and, and suicidal tendencies mm -hmm. where God is saying, I have hope, joy, and a future for you. Meaning that guess what? I got hope that you you're gonna be better than what you're the situation you're in now. And I got joy yeah. coming for you. There's gonna be some things that you're gonna be like, wow, God, you amazing. Some joy that nobody could take that no, it cannot be bought. And then he has a future. That means he sees more for you than what you see for yourself. So that's the key the to my joy is that was and is that forgiveness. Like forgiveness is a key. It unlocks, it unlocks everything to, to be able to forgive, forgive others and forgive yourself right. allows you to step into awareness of where you're at and, and 
take steps from there. Because when you, instead of living in the past, you know, when we when we're holding on to unforgiveness, we're living in the past constantly. It's rather a than um, <laughs> yeah, it's a prison. It's, it's such a chain. It's a chain, and um, right. that is what set me free. That is what allowed me to move forward in my life to break to break the spirit of suicide over my life. Um, and you know, not that I don't have days where I struggle with depression, but but that forgiveness, man, is the key. It's the key to unlock true, authentic joy to begin to take accountability for where your life is at and make choices and decisions that move you closer to the will of God. And, um, you, you know, forgiveness is the first step because when we come to God and we bring him our sin, we get to leave the sins of other people that we're holding on to as well. Right. Um, so, and, and, and that's a powerful key that people all over listening right now, I want you to know that forgiveness is the key. Is the key to the road of recovery, the key to the road of joy, the key to being able to unlock your full potential, and it it caps you away. And sometimes you have to have that talk with the man or woman in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm more than this. I I can I can go forward and and do more. I can um, conquer over anything that comes my way because the God I serve is going to be able to provide and he's always already provided and we have to get to a point where that mental prison that that looking back and that having that unforgiving unforgiving heart because i could tell you right now i don't know why i want to hear it well the person that wronged you nine out of ten is not even thinking about you right now and that's the horrible part and why hold on to that give it to god be still meaning letting go I just said in, in Psalms 46 and 10, be still because the God you serve could take care of it, but you got to let it go. You can't go back for it. You can't sit and say, well, I kind of want to let go of it today and now I'm going to bring it back up to tomorrow. No, let it go and let God handle it. And you'll it will be like a ton of bricks being lifted off you and you'll be able to go forward and see what God really has intended for you. Because he didn't have any evil intended for you. He did not have for you to sit and, and be in sorrow and despair. He has a whole lot intended for you, but you got to seek his face. And you have to stand on his word. And um, like we learned in the Bible study um, about putting your whole armor of God, the helm of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, you have to put your your belt of a belt of truth. You got to put the fitted feet of the peace of gospel. You have to put that shield of faith and it has to be on constantly because those things will hold you through the storm, hold you through the warfare that you're going to go through. And prayer changes everything. So it's kind of hard to be yeah. mad at that you pray for. I could let you know that right now. You pray for that right. person that you can't stand. You're going to be sitting there like, I'm not even mad about it. It's more of a, it, I guess it kind of yeah. goes into a pity like you just don't even know God. You know, you don't understand. It's, it's, it's more of a pity. It's not even a, oh, I can't stand them. I, I want to fight or any. No, it's just gets to the point where you're like, you know what? I pray for you. 
and God, God will take care of it and leave it at that yeah. because that will give you a peace of mind. Freedom, man. It's freedom. It's freedom. Straight freedom. It's freedom. freedom. King. There you go. Gave you the and gifts. And all those and all those and all those pieces of armor, all those things you mentioned, all the things we talked about. They're they're also the, the tools that are helping me grow a business, you know, and um, learn to value myself more and in, in not just in relationships, but in business, you know. And um, that's important. That's important. So trusting, surrender, um, being still, <laughs> you know, you got to, all of those things come, especially when you're bootstrapping a business or nothing, or you're dealing with, you know, uh, you know, lack of income because of this coronavirus or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, I, you, when you learn to hold on to your faith in the lean times, God, trust me, God, God comes through. He is coming through for me right now in a major way. And uh, for the last couple of years, I did feel like I was in a wilderness, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but Corona has been good to me. Corona has been good to me. God has been good to me <laughs> in the midst Amen. of all of this. Amen. In the midst of it all, God is still blessing. He's still being that light. You just got to seek after him. And one thing I could say is what what gym would you give an independent artist about PR? You know, and how important is PR for an independent artists? Okay, we're gonna get on into it. So um for an independent artist, um the most important thing, especially when they're in the earlier stages, is for them to be building their audience and you're not going to get that from being on a blog. Let's just be honest. Um, PR is one piece of the puzzle that is called integrated marketing. And integrated marketing involves everything from your digital service providers like Spotify and Pandora to radio promotion to touring and your merchandise and your creative design, your artwork, your ANR, like everything is incorporated. So PR is one element. It's how you relate to your audience, your public relations. So it is one piece of the puzzle. But at the, I think the most important thing for a new artist to focus on is honing your craft investing in yourself, investing into your music so that it is the best quality that it can be. Tighten up your performance, tighten up your look, tighten it up and take every chance you can to connect with your people live, whether it's virtually or once you're able to get back on the stage, you know, but you, you, there's no way around the hard work, the grassroots stuff. You can't buy your way to the top in this business. And I get artists that come to me that think that they can't, um, you know, and they'll have no problem dropping a couple thousand to get placement on this side or that side. But what is that really going to do for your business? You know, maybe that money is better spent toward 
a performance coach or, um, you know, some, some radio promotion or getting your music mixed and mastered because the, you know, everyone who really does this, who really works in the music industry will tell you that, you know, if your music is not broadcast quality, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like you do, it's a hobby. You're doing it as a hobby. So, you know, don't quit your day job, but definitely pour your heart into it. Make sure you're honing your craft, you're honing it, and you're and you're building your audience where right where you're at. The best PR you could do is to get out into your city. Every opportunity you have and can find to perform or connect with people in your city, to share with people in your city what you're doing, start there. Because trust me, when you build a buzz there, the people, the decision makers, the movers and shakers, they're going to hear about you. You know, so you're not going to have to beg and plead and knock, bang on their door. They're going to come to you. So, you know, do what you can, where you can, work with what you have, um, think outside the box, and and make sure you're building a team. Make sure you're building a team. If you're like, oh, I need a manager and I need that. Well, what you need is someone to do your graphics, your social media, somebody to make sure your music is tight and is getting uploaded and, and um you know, submitted properly so that you can collect your royalties and all of that. So look around you, who in your family, who in your friends is really smart, really bright, could maybe do the administrative stuff, you know, put these people on your, you know, and, um, and as a, you get to be not just the artist, but the boss of your career until you do have an experienced manager. That means taking responsibility as a leader for the, decisions that you make. So if something doesn't go well or you hire someone that's not cutting it, you got to make tough decisions like any boss would, you know? Um, so PR does help. It comes into play definitely when you have a new project coming out, it's ready to go. Um, you definitely want to give any good publicist, you know, some time to set it up, to target who they're going to pitch you to, to, to do the actual pitching. So make sure that you're reaching, and this is a key, because I get so many artists that come to me that's products are already out or they just dropped it that week. And it's like, we're playing catch up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Come go and find your publicist or someone who's maybe, you know, you know, if you're if you don't have a big budget, look for somebody who's starting out, you know what I mean? Or go to the college and look for for someone and hire them as an intern to your record label. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but definitely give them two or three months to build, to build a strong campaign and, and um, set you up. So, and, and stick with it because the expectation is one of the big things that's off for a lot of people, for a lot of artists and media, but it's just like, you can't expect as as a new artist or a baby artist, as we like to jokingly say sometimes, to go and get, you know, uh, I don't know what's a big what's a big Christian outlet, Christian Today or something like that. You can't expect that right out the gate, <laughs> you know. Build it's momentum. You got to build momentum. But trust me, when that momentum is there, they. It's a no-brainer. They're like, wow, this person's taking off. Yeah, we want to cover it. 
you know, there's no, there's no argument there. Um, but it, you know, if they see it and it's not like doing anything, yeah, publicist got her work cut out for us. So we, we do work miracles sometimes just based on our relationships. Um, and sometimes because things are hard for a lot of writers, a lot of media outlets have had cut back way, way back, laid so many people off. It is nice to show a little love financially or gifts or whatever to journalists or to, you know, um, DJs or, or um, writers, because it's hard for them too. you know, they're just trying to feed their family and do what they love. So so yeah, that's that's um, quite a few gems that I gave you there. But you gave no talk was like okay. Uh-huh. You said take a ten minute. minutes. I hope you took notes. Go back, watch the replay, listen to the replay on the podcast because. Um, and I also offer consultations. So if you want to pick my brain for thirty minutes, you can do that. You know, it's thirty dollars. And you can pick my brain or I'll just drop some knowledge on you or I'll break down, you know, all of my services and, and or point you in the direction of someone who's a better fit. So. Bam. And it's only a dollar a minute, 30 minutes right there. Get a consultation. What, what, what's the website? Uh, you can go to my Instagram and connect with me there. I'm on there just about every day. Or you can go to the OmniFirmLA.com and use the contact form. Uh, do you have a? Uh, you can go directly to the form actually to the um, scheduling page. I believe it's like bit.ly, you know, bit.ly slash OmniFirm, O M N I F I R M. And that's actually where you schedule. You can schedule on my calendar instantly. You know, you have to ask me when I'm available. You'll see when I'm available. Bam. So independent artists <laughs> on our yeah. calendar, all independent artists right now listening to just go ahead and pay that little $30, get that knowledge for your campaign, your projects coming up because she could be if able you to want get- back too on your music. I'm happy to like critique your music. If that's what that you want. Scary. You said that you said, if you want honest feedback, yeah, if you want it. <laughs> you, you, you're going to scare somebody like, oh, I did want her to listen to my song. You're like, I didn't like how she said this. I just don't know. No, I'm just playing everybody. Make sure you go and get on her calendar. Um, I'm giving you a stepping stool, y'all. There are so many people that's coming out with uh, music, and, and I'm just speaking to my Las Vegas people right now. I know across the nation a lot of people come out with music, but independent artists, Las Vegas, I'm talking to you right now, directed to you. Listen up. You hear me? Okay, good. Here we go. This is the person you need to talk to to be able to get you outside Vegas. What does that mean? That means she's going to be able to help you brand yourself so you have an audience no matter what album. It doesn't matter about album. They love you, so they listen. So make sure OmniFirmLA.com, go to booking, go to her, Miss Crystal Willis, and all this stuff's going to be on the podcast, I'll just let y'all know, but I'm saying right now for all my live folks, um, go check it out. If you're really serious about investing in your music, this is the time, and this is probably the best time, and why is this the best yeah. time? Because the level 
the playing field is level. And Mm -hmm. everybody's doing the same thing right now. No one's touring. No one is doing. The only thing you could do is go on charts. But that yeah, work on work on new music and work on your your polish your packaging and all of that. And that's something we help with. We help with media kits and bios and making sure that you're presenting yourself, you know, in a way that work, you know, that's worthy of your music. You know what I mean? So um, definitely that. And if if any of the spiritual and emotional and mental things that we talked about really touched you, especially if you're a woman or, or someone who's been through trauma, I'm, or maybe you're just someone who knows you're at a place in your life, you're ready for complete change, or you're having your job moment where everything's been stripped and you're ready to build something new, or you're not happy in your job and you know there's more. I'm hosting a free webinar on August 20th, just about how I reinvented my life and how I really took control of my joy. And I, I would love to invite you all to join me there. So you can go to my website and click the yellow button there. It's it's uh, crystalwillis.com and you'll be registered for the webinar. Bam. Oh. That simple, crystalwillis.com. I hope y'all taking notes. This was class. So she gave you all of her knowledge. And we just got to say thank you. And I got to say thank you for, first of all, coming on Anointed Radio um, and spend some time with us, giving us the knowledge, being able to uh, really just talk with us about some things that can be able to help somebody, you know, because it unity brings change. And I believe that Honestly, because when we all come together and and use the knowledge that we all know, we could really be be able to better each other and lift someone up compared to being crabs in a barrel and trying to drag people down. So I really want to say thank you in the bottom of my heart and on the behalf of Anointed Radio for coming on here, Miss Crystal, and giving us your knowledge, your testimony, and just being a great person to come on and just talk with us. Because, you know, one thing you can't get back is time. And you yeah. spent, we've been on here for going on to uh, an hour and a half, you know. I told you, Pastor Jay, this, this is the one topic that I will talk about all day for the rest of my life. So I'm honored that you asked me to be on. And I'm rooting for Anointed Radio Network for the SPIN Awards. I saw you guys are in the running there for <laughs> an award. We, we root so, for us, too. So hopefully, yeah. so hopefully we we come up with the win for Las Vegas. Because one thing I say, this is not about showing about me. When God gave me the vision of Anointed Radio, it was to show that there is saints, there is gospel artists, there are radio personalities, there is gospel music, there's gospel entrepreneurs, all that in a city that they call Sin City. But we're going to change it to Saint City in a minute because we have people here with mission and that's if that win goes for Vegas because that we want to show that Vegas is on the map too, and we can start having concerts here too. Because you know, when I think back when concerts were happening, you know, it's kind of like saying Lysol. You're like, what's Lysol? You know, concerts. What is concerts? It's been so long. Um, when I look back, Vegas was never on a major concert list, especially in the gospel realm, and I always told. 
I would say in my prayers, God, I'm going to change that. I'm going to show that Vegas is in the map and we have an audience and we will show that even if it's people coming up from Vegas to show Vegas love, we're going to be able to make a way. So come through Vegas. Right. Vegas stand up. Let's go. So one thing I wanted to say is now that you've been on your family, so you can't get rid of us. Um, so um, that's, that's tough. <laughs> you was thinking about, Oh, it's the one done. So anything that you have coming up, definitely let us know. Uh, we'll definitely promote it. Like I've told everybody that's ever been on Noitzer Radio, going on three years that has been in existence. We are here to be able to help each other. If you have a program, if you have a seminar, if you have a okay. workshop or anything, let us know. We'll definitely promote it. And if you have anything new coming out, project, book, whatever, we'll bring you on the show and have another interview and sit in this seat. And hopefully once all this is over, we could sit back in the studio and be normal again. But right now during COVID, we're going to just go ahead and sit in the house. I kind of like this. We don't have to spend, <laughs> spend no gas. Yeah. And you get to be at home. Y'all ain't got nothing to do. Just listen. <laughs> right. Listen and share, share this, share this episode um, because there might be something in here that really blesses somebody. And that's what we're here to do. That's what we are committed to doing. Um, so thank you. Thank you again, Pastor Jay. This, I'm so, so thrilled with this platform that you built. And um, it's pretty amazing. So I'm excited to see it go all over the world, go national. And, uh, you know, definitely, definitely connect with you at some point in the future in person. Oh, so, uh, yes, I have, sure. com- I have a book coming, so I will be circle- circling back with you. Actually, we just had last week uh, Dr. Rochelle Rusto, uh, Resto, who came on last year. She came with her next book. She came back. So I hold my word, y'all. Anybody be like, Pastor Jay, just be talking. That's I'm going to tell you, I stick to my word. If I say y'all going to be able to come back, I ain't going to be acting brand new like Mm, I'm no, sure it's gonna be more like you pulling my car and saying, "Hey, Crystal, didn't you say you had a book coming? Where is that?" See? <laughs> See, it's gonna it's gonna be deep. And one thing I can just say is that that's the show, y'all. So y'all go home. We can, we can all go home. Thank you, Miss Crystal. And we're gonna just call Cletus in the room once Cletus gets his stuff ready. We're gonna call Cletus into the room. And uh, I, I guess we're going to have Cletus change up this tune a little bit because Cletus has been messing up lately. So we're just going to have, yeah, Cletus is going to close us out. So Cletus. Amen, Cletus. Play that. Yes, that's some anointing right there. So this is Pastor Jay. Make sure you go and download the Anointed Radio app. Um, I want to leave with you guys. Stay strong, stay healthy, and get close with God. See y'all next week. Make sure you listen to this episode on all podcast platforms, everything but title. I'm just going to say it like that. We're on everything but title. So go check us out and follow us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, y'all.